Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M. Uh, tomorrow, Lower South West Football League Grand Final. It is live on Triple M on Bridgetown. Manjum up at 900 a.m., 11.34 a.m. in Collie as well. It is going to be a sensational game between Bridgetown and Dean Mill. Of course, it's been a long time between drinks for the league side at Bridgetown, hoisting the premiership flag aloft. The big thing for Bridgetown is that they're also hosting Grand Final Day, Mr. Big Alan day, Crane. isn't it? Mm. Big day. And that's why I thought we... And this didn't just happen overnight, so I thought we'd go to the El Presidente oh, in Steve Hellsworth. So welcome to the show, Steve. Yeah, how are you going, fellas? Going wonderfully. Um, excitement, I would dare say, is probably the, the big thing. Um, hosting a Grand Final Day is brilliant. But to have your league side there, that must be that little extra cherry on top. Yeah, no, mate, it's fantastic. It's a uh, yeah, culmination of a lot of people and a lot of players. Hard effort, mate. And, yeah, to get up there and be competitive, that's, that's the main thing. It's good. Now, Steve, before I delve into this weekend, there's one very special person yes. uh, that we need to say good day to. Do you want to fill us in a bit on that? Yeah, um, Mick Hasty is, um, is one of our inaugural life members. Um, Mick's been around the club and he comes up as whenever he could. Now, unfortunately, he's in, uh, had a bit of a hard luck. He's in the other chair at the moment, but I hope he's listening to the radio and just want to let him know that we're all thinking of him. Uh, yeah, like I said, he's very passionate Bulldogs and uh, apparently he's been telling the nurses that all he wants to do is a grand final, so yeah, he'll be listening <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, he sounds like he'd be the sort of person that would almost try to move heaven and earth to get out there. Uh, he's obviously a very important person to the club. Yeah, well, he's, he was... Like I said, we were 59 when Bridgetown became Bridgetown. Mm. Mick was, when he came up here probably a month and a half ago against Southerners, he, he was with us and he came in the change rooms. He had a tear in his eye. Paul Bowie had a bloody 1959 membership badge on his cap. That's how long around he's been, been around for. So, yeah, no, very passionate. And, uh, yeah, it's sad to see him like that. But uh, hopefully he listens to the radio and we have a bit of cheer for him. Beautiful. Now, fair to say the rise of the Bridgetown Footy Club on field didn't just happen overnight. You know, it's been a result of a huge amount of work by the people inside the club. Tell us when you sat down and decided this is the way we want to go and this is the way we want to build the club. It was people sort of around the place approached um, approached a few of us and said, well, you know, let's get something happening. We had a lot of young fellas around that didn't seem to be getting the results that we Sort of would have been nice to get. You want young fellas to go out in the field and think they've got a, at least a half a chance of winning, not going out there thinking they're going to lose all the time. And uh, I think with history, we never won a game in 2015 in the league. Get our reserves won the grand final. Now, yeah, there's something wrong there if that happens. I reckon. So um, yeah, and we've been lucky. A lot of young fellas have gone and come back over the last three or four years, and this year they all seem to come back, which is great. And Actually, it's quite a surprise to us they all came back. It was fantastic. <laughs> well, that that is one of the main factors, isn't it? Getting the number of local players you, you've got yeah. must be pleasing for the board itself to see them running around and, and playing good footy. Yeah, the thing is they've got the point system in, as you know, down here, yeah. and uh, we were worried about it because we did rely on three or four of our um, travelling players to sort of prop us up a bit. And um, it was pleasant that we only had 20, 21 points in our first... Um, probably three-quarters of the season because the travellers that we've got, they've been with us. They're almost like family now. They've, well, they are family. They've been with us for four years, so they've, they got it in one point. So, no, it's great. Really good. And got the young fellows, young Wilson and um, 
Kiri Mitchell and Geordie uh, Engel, they all came back this year, which makes a lot of difference to a club. Yeah. On this Friday afternoon, this is Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Lower South West Football League Grand Final happening this weekend. The president of the Bridgetown Football Club, Steve Holdsworth, is with us. Of course, Bridgetown hosting the Grand Final this weekend. Yeah, hosting the Grand Final, Steve. It requires a huge amount of work. You must have a good support, mate. But to have the league and reserves in at home, mm. it's a pretty special moment, isn't it? No, it's really great. No, really great. Yeah. You wanted to be greedy. We love to have the Colts there as well, but unfortunately they bowed out last week. But, uh, yeah. Now, sort of, um, if you look at some of our junior, our young fellas they, that are playing for our league team now, they all played probably about four or five, six years ago. They all played Colts together, so it's good. That's where it comes from, the Colts. Now, mate, I could be wrong on this, but someone told me it was 1965-66 was the last time you had the league and reserves in the, in the Grandy. Yeah, Rick Evans told me that the other day. Yeah, we were going to have a look and see about that. But, yeah, that's a fair while back since we only started in 59. So, yeah. Mate, we must have the same resource because Rick Evans told me. <laughs> so if he's got a brong, well, Rick, we, you got it, mate. I was going to say, we know the source then in that case. That's at least something. Um, obviously, as I mentioned before, it has been a long time between drinks. 2003, the last premiership, and you've seen yeah. all the other clubs get success. So... To to be their grand final day and obviously to hope to get there at the end of the day and hoist at least one of the, the trophies aloft, the, I know there's probably a lot of pressure outside, but inside you try and keep it as calm as possible? Yeah, we've been trying to keep a low profile all year. As you know, we've sort of had a fair bit of success this year, so keeping a lid on it. But our crew are pretty good. We'd like, we've got um, Darcy Walsh and uh, Rookie Walsh playing footy for us. Well, mm. Rocky's, um, he's had a lot of experience and he's, he's a big part of our team. It's, you know, to get a big fella in there like that, that's made a lot of difference to us. You've got someone to sort of look up to, someone to vote. You know he's going to win 90% of the ruck knocks, which is fantastic. Yeah. Now, Coach Ray Master, he brings a lot of finals experience. Mm. He'd be a great man to have around at this time too, just to make everyone chill out a little bit and get on with the game. No, nah, Ray's good. Ray's good. I'd be um, I'd be lying if I didn't say he's nervous as well. <laughs> you would be, wouldn't you? So um, yeah, if you're not nervous, you're not really in it because uh, yeah, that always helps. I reckon. Yeah. No, he's good, right? We we couldn't have asked for any more from him this year. We had a great coach in the last three years, and um, unfortunately, we we didn't get the success. But um, this year, it's all come together really well. Without giving too much away, will Bubbles play? Oh. Oh. Don't really know. They haven't picked the teams yet. <laughs> um, I'm at training at the moment. Um, we've got about 40 boys running around at the moment. It's just light, light grizzle at the moment. So, yeah, but I'm sure the boys will get together, get their heads together. Yeah. Now, Bridgetown set the stand all year, only losing the one match, but Dean Mill were very, very good last week, expecting a huge contest and a good hit out. It's a grand final, fellas. You know, whoever's in it is going to give their utmost, aren't they? So... Yeah, it's um, I'm expecting a yeah a top quality game because I think both teams. Well, Zee Miller got a very good half back line. They rebound a lot off their half back line, but then again, we've got a very good half back line too. So I think it's going to be a very quick game. Mate. Both sides match up very well. Mm. Where are Bridgetown going to win this game, Steve? Uh, hopefully determination, mate. Um, the desire. We, like you said, we haven't uh, won one for a while. Um, and the guys have um, a bit of success sort of breeds a, a fair bit of uh, yeah, 
in need you really want to have a wing at, on, at this stage of a season, especially if you had a great season like we've had. So they need to finish it off. Hey, very quickly, uh, 19, uh, 1984. Oh, you've been doing a bit of homework over there. Haven't you? Uh, just stay with it. <laughs> 1984, grand final, yeah. defeating Imperials by probably about five goals. There's a guy whose name uh, that's got uh, best on ground that day is an S. Holdsworth. Mm. Um, anything we should know? Oh, well, we had a good year that year. We had three <laughs> good years in a row, but we lost the one after, and then we beat um, Pemby at Empies in the 86. So, yeah, no, we had three great years. People, people don't need to know about 1985. They don't need to know about that. <laughs> they want to know about your exceptional performance 1984 Grand Final Day. Yeah, well, it was a good day out there, mate. Yeah, it's much the same sort of feeling as I've got now. Actually, I'm not playing. I love it. You're not giving anything away. That's isn't it great to see past players putting so much back into the club, right? And that's what you want. You know that the you know the past players they they give a damn about clubs when they go back and and give back. And it's great to see that uh, there are going to be so many people from the uh, Bridgetown Football Club out there. Grand final day, of course, it is tomorrow. We're live from one o'clock for those listening to us on 11:34 a.m. and 900 a.m. It's going to be a big day, and of course, Bridgetown take on Demel in the grand final. El Presidente, Mr. Steve Holdsworth, thank you very much for taking the time to have a chat to us and best of luck for the big game. Thanks, guys. We'll see you on Saturday. The local word on sport. Out of bounds. Triple M. It is going to be a huge day coming up at the Bridgetown Football Club as well. Great to have Steve Holdsworth with us, the president, making sure that everything's ready to go for tomorrow's big day. It is a big ask for the president and all the volunteers to put the show on and... um, Icing on the cake mm. is there. Both their sides are playing. Yeah, exactly right. They've got the uh, reserve side and also the uh, the league side into the grand final. They had a chance to get their cult side in there. Uh, we're going to wrap up what happened hey, last Daniel. week. Yes. Who have we got on the line, Daniel? Oh, look, this man is very excited about what's going to be happening tomorrow at the Bridgetown Football Club. The messages that we got on Sunday, oh, it's fair to say he was just jumping with joy when he was sending through text messages telling us that Dean Mills' league side and reserve side got through to grand final day. We're talking about... Nigel Reeve, Weaver, good afternoon. Good afternoon, boys. How are you? Have you come down from last week yet? Yeah, no, look, it was a great day. A great day for footy around, but especially for D Mill in the last two grades, it was an awesome day. So, uh, yeah, look forward to tomorrow and, uh, yeah, they can replicate that sort of form. They're, they're in with a chance in both games. My big thing is how you're going to be tomorrow in our commentary box. That's my big thing. That's my concern. <laughs> I'm going to try and look after you as best as I can, look after your welfare. Are you going to be okay? Oh, I think I'll be okay. I think if I got through last year, sort of semi okay, but I should be able to get through anything. But uh, it's very hard not to uh, fly the flag for, for the team you've had so much to be a part of. So, uh, look, it's going to be an awesome, awesome day, and uh, yeah, can't wait for it. I actually learned something last year, Weave. To sit, <laughs> to sit, to sit Leachy between you and me. And you know that's yeah, not going to happen. No, no. That was a great day, wasn't it? It was a brilliant I am day. really looking forward no, to it. No, it is going to be a real good day tomorrow in Bridgetown. As I said, uh, 900am, 11.34am. Uh, listen to us on Triple M, Collie Bridgetown, Manjumup area. Make sure you're listening from 1 o'clock. We'll have the call. I think we're trying to line up Tommy Bottrell from the uh, WA Country. Yeah, looking that way. I caught up with him at Hayward Medal and yeah. said he'd love to have a chat. So get we'll him on the show go. as well in our little pregame. We'll have Dave. David Fall on, we'll have a chat to him. We'll uh, replay that interview with Steve Holdsworth as well on the show. And of course, Nigel Reaver's going to help us out with Grand Final Day. Build up to the Cannot wait for it. Now, Nigel, last week's footy, as I said, you were pretty excited. But uh, the Colts game, geez, Tigers, that was a real good victory from them. Obviously, home ground advantage, but uh, they uh, sort of came out of the blocks a little sort of timidly. But after half time, they went Wooshka. 
Yeah, yeah. It was a great game up to half time. It was still a good game for Tigers, obviously, in the second half. But uh, look, they continued on their form from uh, what they did in the second semi final. They really ran in right to the last five or six minutes. And uh, yeah, after half time, they went away with it. I've got some really good players here. So they're another team. If they can uh, play like that come uh, tomorrow, uh, early in the morning, they could upset Imperials in, in one of the uh, probably best uh, local talent we've had for many a time. I tell you what, if you're going to the footy too, get there early to watch that Colts game because there is, as we've said, the amount of talent on display there is well worth looking it's at. It's always the case with the Colts footy anyway. There's always great talent that's coming through the ranks. Um, these junior players that are that are stepping up to the mark and obviously trying yep. to show their wares, maybe wanting to play WAFL footy, wanting to go up further than that. Um, it's always a great uh, uh, bit of entertainment over the couple of hours in that Colts uh, final. So look out for that. Um, Dean Mill, great, great win in... In the reserves over Imperials. Uh, close, of course, still deadlocked at three-quarter time and then coming home with a wet sail. Yeah, and they were on the canvas in the first half. I think the ref got to the eight count and then <laughs> all of a sudden they showed a pulse and, uh, yeah, after half time, I don't know what the coach said to him at half time, who I know quite well, actually, is my brother in Adrian <laughs> Reeves. So, he, uh, yeah, I think he might have let loose there at half time and made a couple of positional changes with some senior players and, yeah, they just they turn it right around in the second half and kick seven or eight goals to not many and, and ran away with the game. They're about 25 or six points down halfway through that second quarter, so that was a terrific win for them. And then the league grand, the league prelim final, I should say, um, pleasing to win by five goals plus over Imps. Oh, it's just pleasing the way we played, Dan. Like like the first quarter, we weathered the storm. Both teams are pretty even, and that normally happens in finals games and. And Dean will play the brand of footy that, you know, if they, they can turn up and play that like that tomorrow, they'll keep themselves in the game and they won't be without a chance. Gee, that's big scoring, isn't it? What do you got? Six goals, yeah. Yeah, six in the second, the same again in the third, and to finish it off with fourth, that's mm. um, that's a lot of the footy. Well, it's very un like Crony, and I don't mean that disparagingly. Like, we, we normally uh, kick, you know, 10 or 12 goals, and, and our whole club and uh, structure's been built on defence, basically, over many a time, and um, yeah, but to kick 17 goals is terrific, so, and to have a range of goal kickers, which we've only had a couple in the last few weeks that have kicked bags of five or six, which is David Fall himself, and and young Jackson East, but to spread it out over seven or eight players gives us some confidence going into tomorrow. All right, let's talk about the grand final. So 9.45 start at Bridgetown. Imperials taking on Tigers for the Colts grand final. Yeah, well, if you look at these players, you know, they get, there's the best player in the league in Heath Bernard, and there's a runner-up in Josh Edwards that plays for Tigers. The leading goal kicker, Nathan Perry, for uh, for Imperials. Zach Hall is a terrific player for Imperials. So there's, each team's got about five or six really top, top-shelf top players. So uh, this should be a terrific game. The second semi-final didn't disappoint, and I don't think tomorrow will be any different. Who are you tipping? Go on. Who have you got? I I'm going to tip Tigers. I've seen them in the last few weeks, and I think they've uh, just got their confidence up, and they might do the job. Imps have been inaccurate in their uh, second semi-final, but just managed to get over the line. But uh, Tigers, the tip for our man Weaver. All right, now try and be as unbiased as you possibly can for the next two. <laughs> this is going to work well. Possibly can. Uh, Bridgetown, Dean Mill, reserves grand final, 11.45 start. Thoughts? Thoughts are that uh, Dean Miller have a lot of confidence out of what they did last week. Um, Bridgetown are, are a star-studded uh, B-grade side and the only team that have beaten Dean Miller this year. But 
Demil have done everything right and answered all the questions most of the year. They've got some uh, ex-league players in their team as well, so it'll come down to the midfield. Those experienced players are going to you know, sway whatever side's going to win the game, but I just think with what Demil done last week, obviously I'm not going to tip against them. I think they, they might have enough confidence to get over the line, but it's going to be tight. Did you say your brother's coaching the reserves? Brothers coaching the reserves, yep. So have you got a little word to him? Whatever he said at half-time yeah. last week, can he say that before the game this week? Well, I was uh, about 200 metres away from the change rooms, and they reckon if it was 190 <laughs> metres away, I would have heard the whole lot. So <laughs> you can imagine what was said, but, uh, look, it had the desired result. So it worked, and uh, they're in a the grand final. Just don't know whether you can wind up twice like that. I don't know whether it has the same impact, that's all. But anyway, um, the league <laughs> grand final, the same two sides playing. I mean, ideally, from an onlooker's sort of perspective, you'd like them to be able to split one and one. Um, but this league grand final, Bridgetown have been outstanding all season, plain and simple, haven't they? Oh, they've answered every question, haven't they? You know, they, they started with a rush and continued that on for most of the season. They only dropped the one game right at the end of the season against Imperial, so... They've had Beemill's measure in the both games they've played um, this year. The, the first one that was up at Bridgetown, they, they kicked 14 goals, 25, I think, from memory. So they had 39 scoring shots, but not many. So uh, from a Beemill point of view, we hope that doesn't happen again. But uh, look, Beemill played a brand of footy last week that was uh, you know, outstanding. And it's the best Beemill uh, have played all year. And, but Bridgetown have got you know, the Bunnings medalist, the Association medalist, Ruckman, Craig Wolf, they've got a star-studded lineup, but I'm just hoping it's a good game. And if Demil can keep themselves in the game, they'll give themselves every chance. Both these sides got very potent forward lines. That's what I'm looking forward to because uh, both of them got the capabilities of kicking big scores. Yeah. Oh, they have. I mean, Jupp and Jetta have been outstanding all year, and we've spoken about them every time we mention Bridgetown. But there's guys like Brett Wilson, Kyle Wilson, uh, Reese Rolston is a classy left footer as well. So. And Wolf is obviously down in that area as well. So all these guys can kick uh, two, three, four goals and more. Uh, Demel just found more avenues last week against the Imperials to kick uh, their 17 goals. So they need to do that again. They need to spread and get some goals out of their midfield to um, to maintain some goal-scoring pressure. Well, it's going to be a brilliant game, no doubt about that. We'll be live 1 o'clock tomorrow. As we said, if you're listening to us on Bridgetown Manager, up 900 a.m., 11.34 a.m. in Collie, you'll hear the call tomorrow from 1 o'clock here on Triple M. And the man that we know as Weaver is going to be sitting in between the two of us, it sounds like, Craney. <laughs> yeah, look forward to that. Oh, dear. I'm just going to make sure I'm on the side where I don't get elbow, just trying to work <laughs> out which elbow it is where he does the old oh, I love shove. the passion. Weaver, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow out at the footy and uh, can't wait for it. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, no, I look forward to it, boys. The latest on sport in the Southwest. Out of bounds. Triple M. David Fall, the coach of Dean Mill, joining us. David, uh, once again, we get to grand final day and obviously a bit of excitement. Let's just quickly just go back to last week because we know that Imperials are a very good side and have, have obviously disturbed a lot of teams this season, but a brilliant performance from your team, winning by 32 points. Talk us through the match from last week. Yeah, look, uh, we're coming to quarter time or just down, but uh, still really content the way we're playing. Um, you know, all you want to do is really uh, be in the game. Um, I thought we were doing that, um, but we really got ourselves going after that and you know, we were able to give ourselves a pretty decent buffer uh, going into three-quarter time, but you never think you're far enough ahead in in, uh, in footy. So, you know, we're still pretty tense in the last quarter, but from that performance uh, point of view, we really... Um, 
really come to play. Um, everything that we put in place, uh, we did. So, yeah, couldn't be proud of the boys from, uh, from the game. Now, mate, it's been 364 days since you run out to compete in the 2018 Grand Final. It must be a terrific feeling to be back contesting the 2019 Lower South West Footy League Grand Final. Yeah, look, uh, I think I mentioned on the show before, um, you know, we, our main focus through the season was to get to finals. We had a real fight to get there. Um, eventually, when you get to finals, it's the new season. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, we, we really re-evaluated and took every game uh, final going in. Obviously, we had a really tough contest against Southerners. Um, and then, you know, another one against Imperials. And, uh, yeah, obviously going again. But, uh, you know, I've always had faith in our playing group. Um, I know once we, uh, you know, able to get our, our team fully fit and on the park, um, we're going to be a bit of a force to be reckoned with. So, no, looking forward to, uh, to getting out there against Bridgetown. Obviously, they have been the uh, form side of the competition for the whole year. And, you know, we, we understand we've had that um, with the underdogs going into it um, again. But, uh, yeah, we don't hold any fears. We're, we're looking forward to it. Now, mate, not far away before it all happens. How was the fallout from last week? Injury-wise, and how's the squad looking today? Uh, look, general soreness. That's that was probably the uh, the big thing. Um, so did a bit of a pool session on the Monday. Um, you know, pretty light on Tuesday, and yeah, look, uh, heading into the into the game, everyone starts to feel a lot better. Um, normally, it's quite hard to get people on the track, but now we can't get them off it. So we're pretty <laughs> uh, pretty excited. Everyone's um, keen. Obviously, got our reserves in there as well. So. Uh, yeah, the club's firing at the moment and, and really excited about the opportunity to play in, a, in the lowest hours grand final. Now, it's Bridgetown's home ground. Do you read too much into home ground advantage? No, look, a lot of people do, I suppose. And, uh, you yeah, know, going to grand finals, there's all these little mental things uh, that people put in place and what should happen and what should play out. But in reality, no one really knows until we uh, cross that white line. And, uh, you know... We don't think of uh, that as an advantage at all. We just uh, we could play them anywhere. We're, we're ready to go. I'm looking forward to it. And Dean Hill hit top form last week. Must have built up a lot of confidence within the playing group moving into today's big game. Yeah, look, we've been building confidence from probably five games uh, at the back end of the season, and we didn't win all them, but we felt our footy was getting better and better. Um, yeah, look, last week was a good performance. You know, as we've said as a group, is the challenge is to is to do that one more time, um, one more time for this season to put in a real team orientated performance. We know what sort of group we are. We know um, what our footy looks like when it's at its best. So, you know, that's the challenge for us today um, is to is to make sure that we do that. There's no doubt since the bye, you guys have probably played your best footy for the season or since the, the bye around round 11. What's impressed you the most about this team over the last sort of eight to nine weeks? It's impressed me the most. I'm always impressed with my players. But um, probably, look, we've had a lot of adversity um, through the season. And um, look, it, it, you know, there's some, there's some things there that have been really tough. But, um, you know, we've, we've come together as a group. Um, and probably the attitude of wanting to be a competitive football side, um, wanting to challenge and wanting to play against the best sides and excited for that. So I think if you are mentally wanting to go out against the best teams and perform, well, yeah, you can't be any prouder than that. So that's what we want. We look for the challenge and you know, we've got that obviously against Bridgetown. 
Now, both teams today have got very potent forward lines, so that pressure through the midfield and onto the ball carrier to stop that delivery, absolutely crucial this afternoon. Yeah, look, obviously we know, you know, the class that, that Bridgetown's got, you know, they're very, uh, you, know, all, you know, every line has got some really star footballers, you know, go through a season like that, you know, basically uh, undefeated bar one where they had quite a few out. Um, you know, they're, they're a star side. We, we understand that, but if we don't, we know if we don't bring the pressure, well, um, you know, Bridgetown's going to, going to run all over us they'll run over any side that's the sort of team they are but uh, any team susceptible to pressure and I suppose for you there's no point having nerves you probably might have had them last year but you've been there this before haven't you yeah, as I said later on we've, we've, we've been having to play um, our uh, winning games or our best footy week in week out mm. um, so every game sort of been a must win even in, in the regular season um, so you know, we sort of got quite used to that. But, yeah, look, it's the grand final. You'd be lying to say there's not a few nerves there. Um, you know, you, you want to do well. You want you want your side to do well. You you, you want to get that uh, score on the board and, and get yourself going. So, but we're, we're a bit nervy. But if you weren't a bit nervy, well, um, you know, I think something would be wrong. I totally agree with you, mate. It's a great day. All the best for this afternoon. Yeah, looking forward to it. Cheers. Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. Triple M. Sunday big prelim final in the Dale Alcock Home Southwest Football League. Eaton taking on Donnybrook. Oh, this is going to be a real good contest, this one. An absolutely beauty. And this fellow's going to play a major part Huge. in it. He's the coach of the Donnybrook Football Club and Julian Burgess. How are you, Burjo? Yeah, good fellas. How are you? Going wonderfully. Uh, last week, exceptional win to be headed by Bunbury early on in the fourth quarter and then had to, the resolve to come back, fight back, kick the last two goals. Really pleasing result, yeah? Oh, look, the one thing that we've got, uh, we've got a proud bunch of footballers and, you know, it's, it's one of our good traits, I suppose. If we do get behind, we always think we're in the game of footy. So we've got some blokes that have played in grand finals before and, and you know, all at the other end of... Uh, well, nearly 30 years old, so they've had a lot of experience in those sort of games. Just on them, couple, you've got a couple of 200 game players this yes. week. Yes, yes, and they haven't stopped telling me all week. <laughs> oh, what so, a surprise! Um, <laughs> yeah, so they want their little um, their time in the sun, I think, on the weekend. So, yep, uh, we're looking forward to those boys having a great game. Shall we name them, Burjo? Yeah, go on then, yeah. Cody Miller plays his 200. Amazing. And no, I, think I didn't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know he listens, so good on you, Code. And Jace Cormack, I think, is the mm. other one. Yeah, that is, yeah, mate. And, and it's great um, that our club is, was able to uh, obtain you know, two blokes, you know, with their experience last year and, and Cody three or four years ago now, yeah. you know, just to help our club out. So they've been invaluable to our to our club. The amazing yeah. thing with Jace Cormack, he still looks like he's about 21 years of age, and that offends me more than anything that he's already got <laughs> 200 games. But anyway. I oh, look, without beating them up too much, the beauty of them two blokes, they're terrific footballers, oh, but they're also great blokes. Yeah, they are. Absolutely right. Oh, great clubmen. That's what, and that's what we, you know, that's what we, you know, we went after him because they're just great, great clubmen, basically. Now, the ability of the Donnybrook players to main that, maintain that full ground pressure for a long periods of time is a key to your game, but it, it's a it shows a great mental toughness by the boys, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, obviously, we've, we've got a, 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 I wouldn't say a completely new side from last year, but, um, you know, we've got seven or eight new young kids that are playing with us. And I suppose that's been a product of our uh, form fluctuating throughout the year. Um, you know, just not being able to stand up for long periods of time. But 
I think in the last three or four games, we're just starting, well, they're just starting to understand what it takes to play um, good senior footy. You've seemed to have created a real us against them sort of um, attitude out the Donnybrook Football Club, and the players are really bought into it. it. Must be a great feeling out there. Oh, it is, you know, and you know, we, we have created. I don't know if it's us against them, but we've created a culture that we, um, you know, we want everybody to buy in. We want the the juniors and the young kids coming through to enjoy our moment as well, and. I think that's been the strength of our club, our juniors that are coming through year 10s, 11s and 12s, you know, you know, the 15, 16, 17-year-old guys are, um, you know, really enjoying having, you know, that, that culture around the place. Now, you spoke just a minute ago, you have been a bit up and down this season, mm-hmm. but the consistency's really kicked in in the first two finals. Is that just because it stepped into finals? Yeah, I think big players, you know, big-time players sort of, uh, you know, rise to a different level. I mean, you know, I don't think Chris will mind me saying this, but Chris Adow's had a, a year pretty inconsistent, but he's been playing really well the last couple of weeks. Um, same with, you know, Shane Cristaldi. All those senior blokes, you know, who uh, are pretty proud footballers are probably just leading the way. And you added uh, Lee Lucif halfway through the season or mm. this season. He adds a bit of grunt in, to your forward line, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, I knew Lee from when I had a short stint down in, um, you know, down at Impey's down the lower south west, and he played for Cogent up, and he used to always be a thorn in my side. He's um, one of those guys that just popped up and kicked three or four goals, and about mid-season we knew we were struggling a bit down forward, so I just sent the call out to him, and um, yeah, no, he just said, yeah, I'd love to come and have a crack at the, the South West Football League, so that's how we got him, basically. Friday afternoon, this is Out of Bounds with Daniel Leach and Alan Crane. And with us at the moment, Julian Burgess, the coach of the Donnybrook Football Club. They've got this big prelim final coming up on Sunday up against the Eton Boomers. Uh, a few weeks ago, you hosted the Eton Boomers and didn't quite go to plan. Um, I feel like there were probably a few sore bodies going into that game and obviously coming out of it. So um, you've been able to sort of rest a couple of them. And like we say, they've come finals time. They've just really skyrocketed. But what did you take from that game against the Eton Boomers a few weeks ago? Oh, what we took from it is we had to get better. Yeah. You know, if we're going to be, um, you know, well, if we weren't just going to be pretenders in the final series, we had to get better. And each week, we've, you know, we've been working on, you know, specific things as you do as a coach and as a footy team. But um, after watching them or playing them that day, yeah, we had a lot of improvement to go. Um, I thought it was just a good wake-up call for everybody. And But if you look at Eaton, I mean, they're clearly the top two side in the competition. And, you know, if we're not playing probably a better, what would you say, at our top of our game, we won't beat them. It's as simple as that. So we know we have to be at the top of our game. Eaton have a very uh, good ability to spring off that half-back line and put very quickly to put a fair bit of pressure on your defence. What's the key to stopping that? Oh, look, you know, they've got some good attacking um, half-back players. No, Rowan Lilly, who sets them up really well, and obviously Humphrey's down there. But um, I, I think you can't obviously tag everybody, but we've got some things that we want to try and do to stop influence on certain players, and hopefully our other players will then play their role and get the footy. I mean, that's that's the game of chess that we're playing at the moment, so that's what the two coaches do. We just see if we can, um, you know, basically who gets the best uh, matchups and... You know, get the upper hand on each other. So yeah, they do. They rebound really well from there, and their their, their ability to score quickly is um, well known. You know, throughout the league. Now, a fair bit's been said that Eaton finished second, Donnybrook finished fifth, but both the sides have played two finals, so it's pretty much back to square one come Sunday, isn't it? Oh, look, yeah, it, it definitely is. We, we we're not looking at the past. You know, all we do is now we we set ourselves for Eaton. So. They don't hold too many fears for us. No team does because we know on our day we can we can beat anybody. But 
they were definitely going as favourites at the moment, that's for sure. Now, mate, you've um, you've been to the Pinnacle last year. What's your main message to the playing groups moving into this week's prelim? Oh, I just enjoy the moment. I, I'm a big believer on it. Like, you know, we, we had a couple of beers on um, Saturday night or Sunday night, I think it was, last week. Um, I, I reckon it's important to enjoy the moment. Don't get too overawed by it, but... Enjoy the moment and just put your best foot forward. That's, it's as simple as that. You know, you don't, you don't sort of. I don't try not to hype it up to be this massive game. It's just another game. And I know it's an old cliche, but I genuinely, you know, I think if we, if we're calm as a coaching panel, the players hopefully will uh, that'll rub off on the players. Oh, you have to, you have to throw a few old cliches in, mate. Yeah. But then again, <laughs> you've also got you know Jace Cormack and Cody Miller banging on about their two hundred. There's enough to just worry about there, isn't there? Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, and Adder's calling himself Mr. September and all those sort of things. Oh, there so, he is. Um, you know, and they're going to kill me for saying that. Oh, but, that's uh, going to stick uh, on the radio too, I think. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be plastered on the wall when you get into the change rooms on Sunday yeah, afternoon. Yeah, It'll be... Oh! a bit more um, ammunition. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be good. It'll be an amazing game. We cannot wait for it coming up on Sunday. Uh, of course, Eaton Boomers, Donnybrook, hands oval, 120 start. Keep that in mind. It is an early start because of the Optus Women's Grand Final playing uh, straight after that. So 120 start. We're live on Triple M from one. Burjo, great to catch up with you as always. And fingers crossed you get through this week. We'll talk again for the Grand Final next week. Yeah, let's hope so, fellas, and appreciate the call. The latest on sport in the Southwest. Out of bounds. Triple M. The first of four grand finals here on Triple M. It's the first of four grand finals in the Southwest Football League in general, and it kicks off with the Optus Women's Grand Final. South Bunbury versus Bunbury. Traditional foes in the football sense. And these two sides had a real good contest a few weeks ago, Mr. Crane, so I am fascinated to see how this one's going to pan out. They did, and that's why I thought we'd get our next guest on. Oh, yes. This gentleman has done an outstanding job Amazing. Uh, with the South Bunbury women's side, and we're it's our pleasure to talk to Max Jetta. How are you, Max? Yeah, good. How are you? Going wonderfully, man. Thanks for taking the time to have a chat to us. Um, a bit of excitement, a bit of nervous energy. What's the feeling at the moment come a couple of days out from the grand final? Yeah, excitement. Yeah, excitement all over the footy team and, yeah, training and everyone's all excited. Uh I know there must be a few nervous girls, but yeah, they're hiding up pretty good, which is which is good. So, congratulations so far on your season, mate. Undefeated. What made you decide to take on the coaching role of the South Bunbury's girls side? Yeah, um, well, I was thinking about playing this year, but um, since you know I had a few injuries a couple of years back, and um, thought I'd take a break, and then South Bunbury asked me if I could. You know, had interest in coaching, and I said, "Yeah, no worries." And yeah, I said, "If it's a women's one, I said, oh, will it'll be a challenge, but I'm looking forward to it." So, Mate, yeah, that's that's what got me into it. You've done a terrific job at it. What were your main focus areas when you first took it on pre-season and moving early season? Yeah, I just probably just around skills because, um, yeah, I've, I've watched them the last two years, and yeah, something that. I picked out was just their skills and gameplay and yeah, straight from preseason I brought the footies out and yeah, just had a little kick around and taught a few girls, you know, basic footy, which is which is a start really. I do remember going to Hands Oval and watching the preseason competition that the women's game did have. And that was the big the big thing that I noticed straight away watching the South Bunbury team out there. The skill level compared to last year was just it was just an amazing uh, growth from what I'd seen the year before. So obviously the big focus was obviously just getting the skills down pat first. 
yeah, just go back to basics. Mm. So, um, yeah, learning how to, you know, drop it, how to hold it, uh, just learning how to, you know, read, read the play of the footy and, um, yeah, just basic footy is where you start with the girls and that's what I did. And, yeah, it's working, so... Add to that, though, Max, your, your playing group's been able to implement a very structured style of footy. That must be pleasing for you and your coaching group. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, um, as you see, you know, the last couple of years, if you watch, it's just been all, you know, just go out there and have fun. And, well, I was thinking, well, you know, I'm coming into it and I'm thinking, you know, this this year should be very competitive. So I wanted to bring structure and, you know, game plan. And, yeah, I've showed a few girls and my coaching team are you know they agreed with it and yeah it's just it just makes footy look very like beautiful so and pretty so and that's what you want to see women play is nice clean pretty footy got the coach of the women's south bunbury footy club with us at the moment max jetta here on out of bounds right around the southwest at triple m daniel leach on this side of the desk alan cranes on that side of the desk a couple of weeks ago uh you played bunbury just towards the end of the season and they got the jump on your team uh, what did you learn from that game because it was a really tight contest yeah well it, yeah it was it was a great game actually yeah so um yeah, they had a good jump on us. Three goals up. Yeah, it was. I think the girls wasn't pretty ready for that. And yeah, I just told them, you know, Bunbury, uh, you know, the last reigning premiers, and yeah, no matter if it's a final or a normal game, they're going to come out firing, and that's what they did against us. And and obviously with the season you've had, where it's you know it's it, I don't want to say it's been relatively easy because it's not easy to go out there and and go out there and win every single week. But obviously yeah. you've had relatively easy contests to have that challenge thrown at you a couple of weeks out from the finals. I reckon that would have pleased you a fair bit, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked it because you know just bringing the girls back down, you know, saying you know last week the week before I think we just overran Bunbury, mm-hmm. um, busted on I mean, and yeah, having a Tight contest coming into the finals. That's what you need for any team, really. No matter if it's you know the men's or women. So. And before I get on to the Bunbury game, it must be great for the club to have a, a Ebony Bulsic, a oh. joint Nola Marino medalist. She's Super been a star. great leader, hasn't she? Yeah, she's been awesome. Yeah, and was it we, all of us? Our team really selected Ebony from the get go, and she led from preseason all the way through and. Yeah, she deserved that Noah Marino medal, and we were all proud of her, and yeah, hopefully she can bring another medal home So mm. this weekend. Now, mate, grand final day, there's going to be heaps of nervous energy within the playing group. How are you as a coaching staff uh, going to handle that? Yeah, just, just probably give them some insight and, you know, tell them, tell them what, the, what grand final day is all about and what I expect from them, and... Just tell them just go out there and you know play the game that we've been playing all year, tough, hard, clean footy, and just because it's grand final doesn't mean you have to show away. It's you know we've been playing great footy all year, so we can do one more game, I'm sure. Mate, and speaking of that, one more game. What do the your side need to do to beat Bunbury in on grand final day? Now it's all from the start, so exactly like they got us at the jump last time they, they versed us and yeah if it's at the start 
if we can get a jump on him, we can just run away with it. But um, you never know what happens on the grand final day, no matter how people play. Yeah, just hopefully we just get a start and win from the middle with um, Ebony leading the way. Everything's going to lead the way. I like that. Um, I was just worried uh, Haywood, uh, with Haywood Medal Night and Nolan Moreno Medal that uh, her fellow Slammers teammate, Kate Fielding, was going to steal a couple of votes and all of a sudden she was going to miss out. But thankfully she held on. And, of course, Fleur Parker winning the uh, the Haywood, uh, sorry, the Nolan Moreno Medal as well, joint with Ebony Bilsich. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, to both of them, amazing seasons. But for South Bunbury, it's been an incredible season for, for yourself and for the women's team. Uh, we wish you the best of luck for grand final day. And we uh, might be chatting to you post the grand final uh, as you go out there with a the premiership. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and no, I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, hopefully we can bring the big cup home.